In the name of God, who is creating, redeeming, and sustaining. Amen. I wonder which passage about Sabbath spoke to you today. Did you notice that both Isaiah and Luke address keeping the Sabbath? I especially love the poetic language of Isaiah. If you refrain from trampling on the Sabbath, if you call the Sabbath a delight, if you honor it not going your own ways, then you shall take delight in the Lord, and I will make you ride upon the heights of the earth. To my ears, that description of Sabbath is like a cool glass of water on a hot Georgia day. I want to take it in slowly, to let the icy, calm liquid linger on my lips and in my mouth and down my throat. I may even raise the glass to my face so that the droplets can wet my cheek, couple that with a gentle breeze and a chorus of cicadas. And that is how I feel about the Sabbath. It is something to be savored. And I don't want to miss what Isaiah says right before he describes this Sabbath. Really, the whole of Isaiah 58 is a text worth printing and taping to your bathroom mirror. It is a passage we would do well to read again and again and again as a reminder of how to be in right relationship with God and one another. But where our passage picks up today in verse 9, the prophet tells us that if we care for one another and let God care for us, then we will be like a watered garden. Like a spring of water whose waters never fail. He says that you will be rebuilt and raised up, and you will be one who repairs and restores. You will be called the repairer of the breach. And oh my goodness, how we need some breach repairers in this day and age. And yet, to be people who restore and repair broken relationships and a broken world, we must slow down and yield to God's restoration of us. We cannot do what we are called to do if we do not take time to listen to and learn from the one calling us. Our good intentions and intelligent minds and go-getter attitude won't be enough. We need rest like the God who so lovingly created us and then rested, we need rest. Because we are created in the image of God, if we truly want to be that image of God in the world, we need rest. We need Sabbath rest. 
as much as I know this truth to my very core and as much as I love this truth, love to read about it, teach about it, ponder it, create space for it in this community of faith, I really struggle with Sabbath. For me, Sabbath is just as elusive as it is important. For that reason, I also resonate with our gospel passage for today. Just like the frustrated leader of the synagogue proclaiming to everyone gathered, you're doing it wrong. You're getting the Sabbath all wrong. I often beat myself up for getting Sabbath wrong, for failing to practice the very thing that I cherish. It's not that I think other things are more important than Sabbath rest with God. It's just that it's easier to let myself down or even God down than it is to let other people down. And so I feel like the hypocrite Jesus calls out. The hypocrite who praises Sabbath with all sincerity, but then fails to see the Sabbath blessing of Jesus, offering restoration and wholeness right there in front of him. You see, Jesus doesn't heal the bent-over woman instead of honoring the Sabbath. He doesn't say Sabbath is important, but healing this woman is more important. Instead, Jesus teaches us what Sabbath is. Jesus teaches us what Sabbath is by calling the woman over, extending his hands, touching her, and restoring her to new life. Sabbath is God's way of restoring us. Sabbath is Jesus calling us to himself, hoping we will slow down long enough to let God touch us and heal us so that we can stand upright in the image of God once again. Friends, we need rest, not just because we are tired, which I'm guessing many of you are. We need rest because we need Jesus. To refuse Sabbath rest is to refuse Jesus. And I don't say that to condemn anyone for getting the Sabbath wrong. I say it simply in the hopes that you will see this invitation, this invitation to let God love you and let God heal you. My favorite book on Sabbath, which I happen to be rereading right now, nothing to do with this sermon, it's just that good of a book, is written by a minister and therapist named Wayne Mueller. And he says, if we forget to rest, we will work too hard and forget our more tender mercies. Forget those we love, forget our children and our natural wonder. God says, please don't. It is a waste of a tremendous gift that I have given you. If you knew the value of your life, you would not waste a single breath. 
So I give you this commandment as important as not stealing, not murdering, not lying. Remember to play and bless and make love and eat with those you love and take comfort easy and long in this gift of sacred rest. Sabbath is sacred rest. It's not taking more naps, though naps can certainly contribute. It is resting in the presence of God. Sacred rest is resting in the awareness that God loves you. What is it that is weighing you down? What has you bent over, unable to stand up in the fullness of who you are? Some of our burdens are things that we would like to cast off. But it is also true that some of our burdens are sincere labors of love. I know that when there is so much to carry and so much on the line, it can be especially difficult to stop moving, much less set your precious burdens down. And yet I can assure you that if you slow down and allow yourself to rest in the presence of God, the burdens that you want or need to carry will still be there waiting for you. Only now you'll have the strength, the strength for the journey. Jesus saw the woman. She didn't call out to him. He saw her, and he sees you. Will you listen when he calls you over? I hope you will. I hope I will. Because you and I were created to be like a watered garden. You and I were created to be repairers of the breach. You and I need Sabbath rest alongside a God who rests and who heals us in resting. Amen.